Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, I hope you guys are enjoying your summer. Today is Monday, August 7th. My name is Heidi St. John and you have found me at the Busy Mom Podcast. Happy Monday. So today I've got a couple things kind of different on my mind uh, to talk about. I really wanna talk about developing leaders and passing on what God is teaching you, because I've been reading through, as you guys know, if you're following me at all on my scripture writing challenge, I'm taking you through the book of Colossians this month, but I happen to cross-reference something in 2 Timothy today, and I'm going to sort of take from what the Lord showed me out of 2 Timothy today, and I hope it encourages you. Before I get started, I want to let you know what's coming up on the podcast on Wednesday and Friday, because I am really excited to have my friend, Brooke McLaughlin, on the podcast with me. Brooke is the co-founder and president of the Mob Society, and she's also the author of Praying for Boys, Asking God for the Things They Need Most. And Brooke and I have a very similar heart and passion for moms. And we've been talking about her new book that's coming out. And in fact, it might even be out. It might be coming out right about the time that I interview her on uh, on Wednesday. But she's just written a book called Gospel-Centered Mom. I will link back to that in the show notes today. You guys are going to be so encouraged. I am thrilled to see the Holy Spirit moving in the hearts of mothers to say, come back to me, come back to me. And I'm seeing it all over the church. I'm seeing it uh, in uh, in the circles that I run in in motherhood. I'm seeing it certainly on the blogosphere. And of course, I talk about all kinds of things on the podcast. And sometimes there are things that frustrate me and discourage me. Uh, but this is going to just encourage you just this idea of coming back to the gospel. So um, share this podcast with your friends. Let them know Brooke's going to be on with me on Wednesday and Friday of this week. And we're going to be talking about raising kids in this culture and how to uh, direct our kids really to the Lord. And the truth is, as parents, we are not responsible. And I want you to, to let this sink down deep into your soul, because I think it would be easy for us, especially as Christians, especially as we realize what's happening in the culture around us, uh, to very easily try to uh, rely on a formula or look to a speaker or to an author. But God says that we start at his word. And that's kind of where I want to um, pick up the podcast today, because I think it's a great uh, prep for uh, Brooke coming on and talking with me uh, later on this week, because the Apostle Paul in his letters throughout the New Testament really uh, speak to his commitment to not only uh, speaking the gospel and sharing the truth of the word of God, but also to developing leaders in local churches. And so Paul's deal really, he wasn't in it to make a name for himself. And we saw this, uh, you've seen this over and over in the New Testament when people start to go, oh, that Paul, you know, he's amazing. He said, no, not me. It's Jesus. It's Jesus who's amazing. It's the God who won't let you down. 
it isn't me. And uh, he wasn't trying to make a name for himself. He was trying to make Jesus famous and to get to the hearts of people so that they would return to Jesus or they would come to him and they would establish patterns of good leadership. And it's one of the things that I am passionate about having been a pastor's wife for many, many years and having run uh, the nonprofit organization Friendly Planted Family and being an author and a blogger myself. Um, I have a passion to direct people back to the word because listen, people are going to let you down. Um, we, there's no shortage right now of Christian speakers and authors and bloggers and pastors even who have strayed away from the word. And I'm seeing this sort of collective sigh happening. I think in uh, many Christian circles where we just get so discouraged because of people, but we're not in this thing to follow people. We're in this thing to follow Jesus. And I'm going to encourage you today in the the few minutes that I have on the podcast to just encourage uh, your heart to um, develop not only the gifts that God has given you, but the gifts that you see in other people. And so here's what's cool about mentoring, particularly as moms. Um, your job, if, if you're listening to me today and you're a blogger or a podcaster, or God has given you a platform of any kind at all, um, the goal of those platforms when God blesses you with something like that should never be to draw attention to yourself. It should never be uh, for me. I, I think about this a lot. When I react to something that frustrates me and my flesh, it's not just me that suffers and my family clearly, which, you know, hello, they suffer too when I don't respond in a way that pleases God. But when I don't respond in a way that pleases God in a public uh, sphere, whether that be on Facebook or from a stage or from a a radio or television interview, then really what I'm doing is damage to the gospel. And so we need to remember that we we should never draw attention to ourselves. And instead, what we want to do is uh, encourage other people to follow in Jesus' footsteps. And to say, listen, it's it's God who will never let you down. I posted something about uh, atheism over at the Busy Mom on my Facebook page the other day. And uh, there was a woman on there and she said, well, this is how come I'll never be a Christian because I don't trust any Christians anymore. I've been burned by Christians. And my, you know, my, my gentle response to her was simply, good, <laughs> don't follow Christians because Christians will let you down. Hopefully... Uh, most of us are not doing that, but we are are fallen sinful people who need uh, the Savior every single day. What we want to be doing is turn turning people to the gospel and turning people's hearts to Jesus. And so I want you to think about who you can invest in uh, today and who is it that's in your uh, circle of influence. Every single one of you listening to this today has a circle of influence, and we're getting ready to go back to school. Moment of silence for the end of summer break. Oh, that just, that's just painful. Uh, I, you know, I think about oftentimes as I'm getting ready, because all of you know, I homeschool uh, our children and Jay and I are opening the Homeschool Resource Center in Vancouver, Washington this fall. And I'm launching the MomStrong Conference, which I'm super thrilled about. If you're not uh, checking out the MomStrong Conference, I'll link back to them today in the show notes. I have five of them coming up this fall to uh, uh, coincide with the release of Becoming MomStrong, which I could not be more excited about. But my heart is the same as Brooks. It's to bring you back to where gospel is the center of everything that we do. And so I want you to think about what your circle of influence is as you get ready to send your kids to school. Some of you are getting ready to send your kids off to college. But I want you to be thinking, what is my, um, what is my responsibility 
as a Christian. I think I said this a couple of months ago on the podcast, but I I think it's worth uh, repeating because I want to encourage you to a place of maturity and maturing in your walk with God. And I think it's easy, especially as moms, you know, sort of sit around and talk about what a hot mess we are and, you know, um, we're so tired and la la la. God did not send his son so that we would, as my old pastor used to say, sit and soak and sour. He wants us to grow and get victory in the areas of our lives where we are weak because the Bible teaches us that his strength is literally found in weakness. And yet in the church today, an interesting thing has been happening. I met a, a welder, oh my goodness, it's been quite a while ago now. Um, and he was in his 40s and he said he started welding. His dad was a welder and a journeyman before him. And he began welding when he was in high school. His dad taught him, you know, just um, been in his family for generations. And he said he knew right away he enjoyed it. It was something he was going to do to make a living. And we could go all over the place with this because I kind of feel like, and that's why not every kid has to go to college, mic drop, but that's a whole other podcast. But this guy trains to be a welder and now he's in his late 40s. And he said, listen, Heidi, if someone were to call me up tomorrow and say that they had a busted pipe out on the field and I said, oh, I don't, I'm not good enough at welding to fix your busted pipe, but let me call my supervisor. He could probably do it. Well, if I've been welding for 30 years, which he had been at that point, he said, if I've been welding at 30 years for 30 years and I can't fix a pipe, then in my chosen field, I would be considered an abject failure. And yet in the church, we do this all the time, right? Someone will come up to us and they'll ask us a question and we'll say, oh, I'm not really sure, but let me refer you back to my pastor. And in any other situation but the one, uh, but the church, in any other sphere of, uh, of work, or study, um, you know, someone who's been in the church and walking with the Lord or supposed to be, you know, for 20 years of their lives, we would think would really know the Bible and be able to defend it. But we don't because we have depended on our pastors to do that. And I am, uh, I am just on a crusade to say, moms, come back to the word of God, study it every day for yourself. That's why I do the scripture writing challenge. That's why I, um, I've told you before, I fight for my time in the word. I would love to, you know, sit here and podcast to you about how amazing my quiet time is every day and how I'm just so great at it. But the truth is, I wrestle with the enemy in my soul every single day to prioritize time in the word. And I really believe it's because the enemy knows that when we're not in the word, we're weak. And I want to encourage you to a place not of weakness, but of strength. And that doesn't mean that we don't have bad days, all right? It doesn't mean that that we are always in the word every single day without exception. It means that it's our habit, it's our character, it's our um, it's our go-to is what we do. So it's the rule rather than the exception. And I want to encourage you to be doing that simply by virtue of the fact that you are going to be blessed for it. And more importantly, you get the opportunity to lead other people around you to following Jesus. So listen to what the Apostle Paul said to Timothy. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, he said, Therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard about me among many witnesses, the same commit it to faithful men who will also be able to teach others. This is a big deal because uh, the Apostle Paul is not simply saying, uh, go ahead and study it for yourself and then sit on it. He's saying it's not enough to study it for yourself. Study it for yourself and then take it out and share it with other people because that's where the power is. He said, endure hardship with us. This is in verse three, like a good soldier of Jesus Christ. 
I love that he actually said a soldier of Jesus Christ, because all throughout the Bible, we are uh, the war that we are in with the enemy of our soul is referenced. And we know that we're in a spiritual battle. And the Apostle Paul's like, dude, this is a war. Suit up. You're a soldier. He said, endure hardship with us like a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. Wow. I'm going to say that one more time. No one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. Why? Because he wants to, he wants to please his commanding officer. Similarly, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules. This sort of flies in the face, doesn't it? Of uh, Everybody gets a, a prize for, for uh, participating, right? How culture or how, um, how counter to the culture is the word of God? It's amazing, isn't it? So he's talking about, listen, an athlete um, doesn't get the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules. The hardworking farmer, this is verse six, should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I am saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. So he's talking about um, getting ready to not just trust and follow the Lord in your own life, but ready to compete in a race, ready to be uh, suited up for battle, and ready to please your commanding officer, which is the Lord Jesus. And one of the things that pleases God is when we recognize the battle that we're in and we don't just focus on ourselves, but we train other people to do the same thing. It's powerful. It's really powerful. And so I just want to encourage you today to uh, ask the Lord, Father, is there another couple that my husband and I could mentor? Is there a young mom, a single mom maybe that you can take under your wing and help her as we get ready to uh, enter into a new school year? Is there something that you can do to bring along another mom around you? Part of what I am so excited about becoming mom strong uh, is because the book is really written to be studied in groups of women. It's it's going to I think it's going to make you laugh and it's going to make you cry, but it also comes out with a 6-week Bible study which I hope you guys will uh, participate in this fall. And right now, if you haven't checked it out already, uh, the Mom Strong Bible study, the 6-week Bible study is basically marked down to cost. I don't know why they're doing that, but Amazon has marked the Bible study down uh, to cost right now. It releases on September 19th. And uh, the launch team is already going through the book with me. We're really excited about what God is doing in the launch team. But really, my heart is to do more than just write a book. I want to start a movement, a mom strong movement of women who are passionate about the gospel and want to get other moms passionate about the gospel, too. So we're going to ask the Lord that he would just open our eyes um, to people that we can invest in around us. And uh, I want to remind you, and I know that you know this, but just just for fun. I want to remind you because I think it's easy to for the pendulum to swing. Uh, I think as human beings, we tend to swing uh, with the pendulum, right? So we're usually on the far, uh, far side of an issue. And when we talk about mentoring other moms, you don't want to mentor other moms if your own house is not in order. So the first thing that we do is we we get our marriage in order, our relationship with the Lord in order, our own families in order, and then we say, Father, uh, direct my eyes to people that I can invest in and people who I can use your godly influence in to point them to Jesus and to point them as God for a role model and for a leadership in life. So um, if that's you, if you're just like, I'm at that place in my life, I want to just encourage you today to check out Second um, Timothy. Read Actually, you know what? I love the Bible. Just read the whole book of Second Timothy. You'll be blessed. I promise you. But I was focusing today on Second Timothy chapter 2. 
where Paul is really uh, exhorting Timothy and just saying, hey, dude, get off the bench and get onto the battlefield. Uh, There's work to be done. And certainly we see that everywhere in the culture today, but I believe God's doing an incredible work in this generation. And I'm excited to see what he's doing. We have just started a brand new scripture writing challenge. You can find it at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. Also, I know a lot of you are continuing to follow the story of my nephew and God is continuing, uh, continuing to do an incredible thing in his life. And in fact, I will be going uh, over to the hospital in two weeks and I'm going to see if I can't um, interview my sister. I think you guys are going to be incredibly blown away and blessed by what God is doing in her life as a result of walking through what is undoubtedly uh, the deepest valley, the deepest water, the hardest thing that she has ever had to endure. And I think uh, what she says is going to bless you. So uh, stick around for that. Stick around for my friend, Brooke McLaughlin, who'll be on the podcast with me on Wednesday and again on Friday. And I just appreciate all of you for listening. If you could do me a favor and head on over to iTunes and leave the podcast a review, I would be thrilled. All you got to do is head over to the iTunes store Uh, to the podcast store and uh, search for Heidi St. John and then click on the little gear shift and you can leave a review. That helps uh, uh, increase the chances that people will see the podcast and also uh, lets people know, hey, it's something that's worth listening to. If you have a podcast topic that you would like me to address, please email me podcast at thebusymom.com. And if you're interested in becoming a MomStrong group leader. We're going to be hosting uh, MomStrong Bible studies all over the country this fall. If that's you, uh, head on over to Amazon or I'll link back to it at my own store. Um, if you'd rather support my family and not Amazon, you can also, obviously, you can you can actually buy uh, the Becoming MomStrong series, the journal, the book, and uh, the study guide anywhere the books are sold uh, right now because it's in the pre-order uh, period. But if you're interested in the pre-order gifts and you want to get in on that, you can do that at HeidiStJohn.com or over at Tyndale. And I'm excited to see what God's going to do as we dig in. And if you have not checked out where I'm going to be this fall, if you're anywhere in the area, um, every event that we do is limited seating because I like to do small events, so no more than 300 women. And so if you're interested in that, please check it out, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events, and you will be able to see uh, where we'll be. Um, I'll be in five different places this fall, and I would love, love, love to meet you. If you're in the Portland, Vancouver area, I'm going to be doing a party on September 19th, the day that Becoming MomStrong releases. Um, And if you're interested in that, tickets, we're not charging for tickets, but a ticket will be required. Tickets will be going online in the next couple of days. So I will do a shout out to that on the blog and also on the podcast. But save the date on your calendar, September 19th, if you're in the Portland, Vancouver or surrounding areas, we are going to have a hoot and holler in good time as we celebrate the release of Becoming Mom Strong and just encouraging moms back to the centrality and the truth of the gospel. So I appreciate you listening, and I am excited to see you back here on Wednesday with my friend Brooke. Have a great Monday, everybody. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. Wednesday.